Black Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to The Irish Whip. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do the shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com For all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett Screwed Brett. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett Screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar! Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> hey, what's up, T.I.W. Mafia? It's Josh. It's the Yeti. Hey, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you guys have a great American Thanksgiving week. Uh, I know we've already had it in Canada. And over there in the UK, I don't know, Ben, do you guys celebrate? Thanksgiving over there? I think you guys do. Uh, anyway, folks, do us a favor. Um, follow us on Podbean. Um, give us a rating. Give us a review anywhere um, you can find us. Uh, again, we got some huge things coming up, some huge partnerships coming up, especially the beginning of the year. We had an exclusive when we first came back uh, with a young lady, um, and we are going to do another exclusive with her soon, too. So those of you that listen to us and follow us, that's a little tease for you. Again, at the number three Irish boys with a Z on Twitter. Find us on Podbean. Uh, Again, enjoy this nice little tidbit here for Thanksgiving weekend here in the States of me and Anthony from Smart to Death and our friends over there. They're doing some great things over there. Again, me and Anthony from Smart to Death doing some predictions on NXT TakeOver. Hey everybody, this is Anthony from the Smart to Death podcast and I wanted to do a very special, no video, but a very special pre-show uh, with Josh Fritch Richards from the Irish Whip podcast. So um, we were just chatting it up a little bit, and I'm a little anxious for the show, so I thought I'd start getting talking about it. So, uh, Josh, introduce yourself. Welcome to the show. What's up? Hey, it's uh, it's great to be on uh, one of the best podcasts right now, the hottest podcast right now. Congratulations <laughs> to you guys. You guys are doing awesome. You guys are kicking ass. I am beyond um, humble that I, we get to come back and we get to see two guys like you doing what you do you know anthony kyle you guys we, we won't we'll cross kyle out we'll dx him for right now team we're doing with jp and joe <laughs> but uh it's just at three irish boys with a z on twitter um irish whip podcast is exclusive to wrestlingnewsource.com um we are also there with wrestling news source podcast but uh, you can just find us on Twitter. That's basically where we're at or exclusively on WrestleNewsSource.com. Yeah, and you guys, you say hottest podcast, but you guys just had like 100,000 downloads in the last month. So <laughs> I'm going to give that crown to you, actually, Josh. So uh, Humbled, man. Just humbled. It's, it's good. We want to spread the good word. We want to just push as much pro wrestling as we can, especially with the newer generation, which is you and Kyle. You guys just – you streams up, Twitter up, all this stuff is up. You guys are going to really go places, and we're excited just to be able to see it. Thank you so much, man. But that's not what we're here for, right? We're here to talk about <laughs> no. NXT TakeOver War Games. So let's uh, – let's... And you guys know this is – like I literally – like I don't read dirt sheets. I don't do anything. Like everything that I do is from the view of Mark 100%. 
that's that's fantastic. It's better that way, really. I wish I didn't read dirt sheets because it would make life a lot more fun, I would think. <laughs> it so, does, man. Cool. Well, uh, let's get into it. This is uh, a cool thing, right? This is the second War Games that we have uh, coming up. Last year's event was a great success. I think everybody was worried that War Games wasn't going to be good. But uh, I want to get your thoughts a little bit before we get going. Like, How do you feel? I know you all have been around wrestling for a long time. How do you feel seeing War Games come back? And now for there to be two years in a row, we see this event. Oh, man, I cannot begin to describe. And the funny thing is, is we also there was another War Games already, which was in Major, major League Wrestling uh, about a month ago. So we've got the NXT War Games, too. But specifically in NXT, last year's War Games and NXT, there's a bunch of them. But War Games specific for me and NXT and the New Japan style that NXT brings to us here in the States is a huge thing. So with that said... Um, I'm so excited that it's here and I'm excited that we've got some talent that JP knows personally in there and it's going to be a, a really a fun time, uh, especially, I mean, Roderick Strong is part of the, the Undisputed Era. It's just one of those things. It's a, it's a faction mm-hmm. that's just never going to end for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, uh, I think it's really awesome that we were talking about it on the podcast this past week, but really we have like Team ROH versus all right? these, these random faces from other other places so like this is an roh faction that's now taking over uh all of all of nxt right now like the hottest thing maybe even in in uh, wwe besides becky and that's the coolest thing for us is, and, and jp and joe and i were talking about this earlier is you you guys are specifically at a place where we were 10 years ago but the internet wasn't where it is now mm-hmm. to do what you guys are doing so that's what's so cool for us is that now we get to talk about Ring of Honor type stuff where these guys are at however many years ago, and now they're the next generation or the new generation. I don't mm-hmm. want to call them. I mean, that's just NXT is going to be a, hopefully a brand by itself. Isn't it crazy that NXT, like these guys that are now the next generation of NXT, they are the next generation of ROH, like with Tyler Black and Kevin Steen and, and Brian Danielson, all these guys 10 years ago, even. It is insane. And to think that, you know, even watching three ways with Joe and Danielson, uh, Christopher Bryan, I mean, all all these guys, it's just cool to see them where they're at now. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Steen, I don't care what anybody says about him. He is one of the most agile mm-hmm. and graceful athletes in the WWE right now. Yeah, I, his, his moveset's incredible. And I think it's cool that you brought up like the New Japan style that NXT is delivering and I think that's maybe why it's so over with fans because regardless of whether we really really like WWE or not a lot of why we like wrestling is because a little bit of us I think wants it to be real like a little bit of us wants to escape that it's not you know that's predetermined that there's scripts and stuff and NXT makes it really easy to forget that it's predetermined I think absolutely and that's where I mean that's that's the groove where it's at and Petey Williams talked about this a lot is like when when you go to Japan and these guys go to Japan and wrestle, they're not you don't get your you don't get your finisher and then you pin the guy. Nope, nope, nope. That's this is Japan. Okay. If you hit a one one and done, you gotta be a Naito. You gotta be somebody up there mm-hmm. where it's a one and done and you're one, two, three. It's mm-hmm. one after another after another. And I think that's the average WWE fan will never watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's true. And I want to address real quick, you guys that are in the chat, someone asked why no video. My webcam is acting up, one, and two, this was a really quick thing, so um, we just wanted and to And you don't want to see talk. me. You don't want to see me. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but yeah, we wanted to get together and talk real quick. And if you guys have thoughts, leave us in the comments. Let us know what your predictions are, um, what you're expecting this show to be. Don't give us a star rating. We don't do want, want to do that Meltzer shit. Give us 
a letter grade of what you want this to be. So, because uh, here's the thing, here's the thing, and I'll put this out there: is that a lot of people get to watch wrestling on a regular basis live. I live in Montana, so my 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 way of watching this is always through somebody else's lens. So we t- interpret things differently. We mm-hmm. always will interpret things differently because of the generation we grew up. I mean. Vern Gagne's finisher was a headlock when I was a kid. Oh my god! Who's gosh. ever gonna Who's gonna tap? I mean, that's not gonna happen anymore. No. So it's it's really generational, and it's really cool for me to see how people s- translate the choreography and the art that the ring brings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into this card. Cool. And uh, have you are you caught up on NXT? You know the stories and everything going in here. Dude, I am um, never caught up on anything, but I <laughs> can always adapt because I know right now the biggest thing you've, you've got is undisputed era. Um, War Raiders, and oh man, who's the next one? I'm moving. I can see him. I ricochet. Yeah, and yeah, and we got Pete done too. So uh, let's start with the only non-title match. We'll we'll get into that. So we have uh, Johnny Gargano versus um, Alistair Black. So as uh, some of you guys may know, if you don't know Alistair Black by now, that's insane. But Alistair Black was Tommy End on the Indies. He was had a lot of hype coming in, and he's pretty much lived up to it. But uh, the storyline is that uh, Alistair Black, when he suffered an unfortunately unfortunate injury, NXT did a great job of writing that in as he was attacked. And we found out two weeks ago that Johnny Gargano was actually the man that attacked him. And it appears that Gargano has now turned heel, and Alistair Black wants to exact his revenge. Who do you got, and uh, what do you think about this build so far? I think it's amazing how when Alistair Black got injured— how every, they were just able to adapt and take Champa and Gargano to another level. Mm-hmm. And then when Alistair came back, they had the out. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about NXT. So for me, I'm, I'm going to go Gargano just because I'm just a, I'm a Johnny Wrestling Chikara hashtag mm-hmm. fist guy. Yeah, so uh, a friend of ours that goes everywhere is uh, Darren Kirkby. He's here in the chat, and he has Gargano winning with uh, Candice LeRae interfering. And uh, that's the exact same prediction I made on our episode this Perfect. past week is uh, I think we're going to find out during this match that Candice LeRae had a lot to do with why Gargano even attacked him. Uh, I'm also a big Johnny Gargano fan, so I'd love to see him go over someone like like uh, Aleister Black. And I think it's time for Aleister Black to go make an impact on the main roster, you know? I, I do too, and, and JP and I talked about this. We talked about how if, if, you're, if there's going to be call-ups, if NXT is not going to be its own product on Fox or wherever it's going to be, like people are rumoring about, mm-hmm. then I think that you've got to move specific individuals and places like Nikki Cross on SmackDown this week. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't, I don't read the dirt sheets for me to see Nikki Cross on SmackDown was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I marked out. So that was awesome for me. So to see the talent like Alistair Black, Alistair is next level. He mm-hmm. is, and he is what NXT defines for me. He is next level. It's time for him to go up, but I think those callouts have to be limited. Okay. So let's get off topic a little bit and talk about that. So uh, does that mean that you, you want to see Alistair Black go ahead and move on to that next level? Because the guy's kicks are some of the best in the game right now, I think. Um, oh, abs- and I abs- think, absolutely. I think, I, I, he's next level. He's already he, – he was that way before he got injured. That's just my yeah. opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think they were probably prepared to move him up. They were just finding the spot. Um, and of course, there's there are rumors that WWE didn't want to do any cuts or releases or move ups when all of the all in shenanigans were going on because they didn't want to lose guys for that show. But who knows if that was true or not? Dirt sheet stuff. <laughs> yeah, Good That's why I love you guys because you guys refreshed me. Yeah, it mostly you know, honestly, and uh, this is like 
breaking some, uh, I guess, some kayfabe here for for people that listen to our show. Mostly Kyle keeps up with the dirt sheet stuff, and he tells me, and I just like either really agree with him and believe him, or we just I like try to research it. But usually he's the he's the dirt sheet guy. Yeah, you try to call BS if it's, if it's BS, right? Hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> in the chat, we have Mags, uh, Darren Kirkby. He's telling us that he thinks that Alistair Black is full on uh, NXT, that he will not go up. Um, and we have people wanting him over on uh, as a babyface as uh, a SmackDown star. So how do you feel about him fitting in on either Raw or SmackDown if he moves up? He's better than uh, – I don't mean this insulting way because I'm a huge <laughs> WWE fan, but he is uh, a talent that does not or would not be used properly on Raw. I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think his gimmick would go over either because we've already seen something flop with Bray Wyatt in a similar type spooky devil gimmick, you know? It does. It just doesn't work, though. Uh, to me, the Raw crowd is a different crowd than the SmackDown crowd. I agree. I agree with that. I think the SmackDown crowd is closer to an NXT crowd for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a younger generation thing, and it's more – not as much storyline. Two hours, more wrestling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we have people saying they don't want anybody to get called up, so that's interesting from Mr. Warren Hayes. But uh, if you guys are listening or watching in wherever it is, please make sure you share this everywhere you can. Uh, let's get as many people in here. And this is a pre-show. We will be – it'll be Kyle and I on the post-show with video after NXT TakeOver uh, tonight. So it'll be fun. But uh, I think that's interesting. Like, well, Explain to me what you think you're saying by younger generation with SmackDown and Raw and the differences there. Just you've got – the younger generation likes the storylines. They like to get involved in the sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still get the sports entertainment on, on SmackDown, but you get it in smaller, limited doses. Kind of what I compare it to is you either want to go into a bar and you want to have a beer mm-hmm. or you want to get a shot. Which one do you want right now? Both. Some are going to want a beer. Some, are, yeah, Exactly, right? <laughs> Some are going to want one or the other. Um, for me, I'm the guy – I want the shot. I mm-hmm. want the shot on a consistent basis because I watch so – much professional wrestling on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. I do not personally have time to sit down for three hours of the same thing. It's not regurgitated, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say. It's just extended too much. That the, there's no, it isn't on point like SmackDown is. So, do you think that um, that's why NXT is a little easier to to consume for people? Because I watch a lot of it too. Uh, I watch a lot of are a lot of ROH and a lot of New Japan and. Now that we have Power Slam uh, as a, you know a press partner with them, it's there's a lot more. Now we have CZW and all this other stuff I can see that I'm I'm a little more interested in. Uh, do you you think- are uh, you're going down a huge rabbit hole, and I'm excited for you guys to yeah. run down. <laughs> like just fall, dude. <laughs> I already started falling back in January, man. So it's uh, it's interesting, yeah, <laughs> to see how that goes. But yeah, let me, do you think that the shorter time limit is why it's easy? Like, do you think it's actually the product or the time limit? Time limit. Absolutely time limit because right now you're fillers. you got a lot of fillers that are taking up a lot of time where you could actually use talent more. But I'd, this is how I relate it, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm a huge 205 Live fan. I would watch 205 over almost any other product but NXT right now on the WWE Network specifically. Wow. Um, just because the action – I mean I, I saw two Spanish flies with Cedric and Leo mm-hmm. Rush in one match. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So it, I think it's there's a taste for everybody on the E, and Raw right now isn't I just it it isn't palatable for me just because of length and the time, it's not the the writing it's not anything it's just it's there's too much time, and it's sponsor based it is sponsor based mm-hmm. and I hate to say it but that's where it's at. Yeah yeah absolutely um, we are way off topic we'll get back to the rest Sorry, of the productions no it's fine I want I I brought it there. 
But uh, Mr. Warren Hayes says he's bonding with you right now. He uh, he's really feeling all your thoughts. <laughs> but it, it 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 does make sense. Like these short, concise things. Like everyone is so excited about War Games two tonight, but you don't see that much hype about Survivor Series because it's a. I mean, it's a marriage when you get into a WWE show. NXT is. I don't mean to cut you off, but. But here's what would be funny. If you could find a buy rate, like if you could find a way to legitimately like they used to do buy rates per pay-per-view, yeah, yeah. if you could do a buy rate for NXT compared to a buy rate for Survivor Series, I would be willing to put my money that there's more people watching tonight than tomorrow night. I think in this one instance, yeah. I don't think usually with the big four weekends when they do takeovers, that's the case, but I do think so tonight. No. Cool. So they're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I We're think. all vibing right now. We're all real vibing. There you go. Well, so uh, we both have Johnny Gargano winning tonight yeah. in this match. That was probably the longest prediction that you've ever done in your life, huh? It was the longest prediction, and none of it was related to the <laughs> prediction. That's the beauty. <laughs> Let's move on to cool. the next match. Uh, we'll go with the women's match. Shayna Baszler, who's my favorite female and probably all of WWE, even over Becky right now. Uh, versus Kyrie Zane, Shayna Baszler is the champion, and this is a two out of three falls match. Okay, so you, I'm picking again, right? Because you already got yours out, so Go we're going to see it. how close I get to yours. Okay, so here's here's my thought. Here's my theory: is that uh, four horsewomen are probably getting ready to actually form. Mm-hmm. Baszler and the other two are together pretty much a lot. As a mark, I'm looking that says two out of three falls. Shayna might be the other one that you're actually looking to call up with mm-hmm. Ronda, getting closer to Mania and establishing that bond. And even if you get closer to Mania, and I don't know. You could never, maybe you can have Becky and the original Four Horsemen together at some point in time. Way off topic. Yeah. Anyway, Kyrie Sane, that's my pick. Kyrie Sane, just because I'm looking at Shayna and the other two to go as far as the real Four Horsemen of Ronda. Yeah, I, I think that uh, you're right. I, I went with Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Sane as well, as did Kyle. Um, he, we, we disagreed on uh, Gargano and Black, but uh, I think that Shayna Baszler just won at Evolution. Because of the four horsemen stuff, uh, they you know they obviously had her win a dirty win, keep Kyrie Sane strong, and she looked like she was going to win that match before interference. But uh, I think she won it just so we would have this match. I also right. want to know: has there been a two out of three falls women's match in WWE products before? Because I don't feel like there has. I I wrong person to ask, but okay. if there if there was, I can't recall it. I don't think there has been. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, you've had the last man standing. You've had Falls Count Anywhere. Um, I don't know if you've had a two out of three. We've had, have we had an Iron Man? We've had an Iron Man match as well. Yeah, we just had the Iron Woman match. We've had, like, I refuse to call it an Iron Man match. It's an Iron Woman, damn it. Yes. Yes. Um, 100% agree. I apologize for I, that. No, you're good. You're good. No, I'm uh, serious. I, it's, it's something that my generation is, I'm trying to work on that. So. That's a, that's a humble thing right there. So it's an Iron Woman match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take the Bump asks, <laughs> and let's see what you think about this. He wants to know uh, if the WWE Four Horsewomen teamed up. Is Becky Flair like one of them, or is she like an Arn Anderson type? Uh, um, man, it's it's hard to say, especially with the women. They're going to have to define their own thing because the way things have played out in the last month, the accident with Becky – Mm-hmm. All of that stuff is just how over that she is and how over women's professional wrestling it is. I think it's a it's not really a delicate time. I just think they have to make sure that when they make these decisions, they're measured, weighed decisions that take the time to tell a valid story. So when people look back at women's professional wrestling and they be able to start to tell these stories that it's not just rushed and thrown together. 
Yeah, a- absolutely. I think they could still get to that story with Becky being in there. I mean, they already had her hug Charlotte, so we've already expedited uh, their relationship going back together. So absolutely. It's WWE. They can write things however they want, but we're both in agreement here. Kyrie Sane is going to win. Shayna Baszler, I agree with you. I think she's going up to main roster. Where does she land? Raw or SmackDown? She's got to land on Raw. She's so. got to be with Ra- she's got to be with Rousey going into Mania. I really think that. You, I, think I don't I don't think you can put her I'd love to see her on SmackDown. I really would. But I think you've got to I think she's got to drop the belt and I think she's got to you got to establish that four horsewomen thing now. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. I'm a mark, man. I want it. No, I, <laughs> regardless, I, I consider myself apps. I mean, our podcast is called Spark to Death. We're very aware right. of what we are. We read the dirt sheets and we mark out about things. So we're just the <laughs> worst kind of wrestling fans. Right. Um, no, I, I want the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen thing. That's absolutely something I want. I think Baszler matches really well with the Raw roster and the Raw feel. Um, she reminds me of a female Baron Corbin, but much better, much, much better. But the same like kind of mold, if that makes sense. It's absolutely 100% makes sense. It is, uh, she's just a lot, she's more refined than Baron. Yeah. The time that she has spent in NXT, I think is really, really taken those sharp edges and rounded them really, really well. She's, she's well-rounded. She's got a, a few more things to do. The mic work's improving a lot. Mm-hmm. She's becoming... A lot more natural in what she's doing, and the confidence I think has grown immensely. Not like she lacked any of it, sure, but the confidence from going to mixed martial arts to WWE and how that would translate, she's on a really good path. So Mags asks us uh, in the chat: Could we see? Could we not see Baszler just staying in NXT until Duke and Shafir? I don't know how to say her name, but the other two horsewomen are ready to move up with her. I, I don't think they can do that to Baszler. I think she'll start floundering on NXT if she stays too much longer. Yeah, she's she has uh, she's peaked unless mm-hmm. they decide to um, keep NXT as its own product. And you, that's what you have to do. But I don't think you can keep her down there just because the other two aren't there yet. Yeah, if the mold is that they're going to keep like you reach the top of NXT and then eventually you move up, then she's got to go up. Cause at, at a certain point, Baszler being there dominating the women hurts your Candice LeRae's and your Bianca Belair's and you know, all these other women, Deanna Perrazzo just signed Chelsea green, just signed all these women that need to have somewhere else to, to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, here's the thing with me and in, in the women's revolution that's going on right now, I think if they do it right and they started it with Becky, I don't think you even limit the women to rosters. I think you let them show up whenever, wherever, however, so the expectation is always there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. You know what's crazy to me about Shayna Baszler is when she first started, I wanted to hate her. Like, I made myself <laughs> – I thought she was a drag. I thought she was boring. I didn't like her look. And then she had this match with um, – oh, my gosh. Who was it? Ember Moon, right? Oh, yeah. She had that match with Ember Moon – was it WrestleMania weekend when she first won the belt and she tapped out Ember Moon to the arm bar? Or was it the yes. choke? It was, I think it was the arm bar. She no, passed, it was a choke the first out time. With the choke. Yes, choke yeah. first time. And I was like, this is going to be the worst match. And that match was on the same time as we were doing dual screens watching Kota Ibushi and Adam Page at <laughs> Super Card of Honor. In. We were all in, yeah. Well, I was more excited about the Ring of Honor show than I was uh, NXT, and I was wrong. That show was amazing. But um, I just thought it was interesting that instead of watching – that beautiful man Kota Ibushi I watched Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon because it was just like compelling to see how dominant and like legit she seems you know oh yeah and the thing is is that she 
she is who she is. She hasn't changed. Like, that's Shayna. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have to change anything. That's just how she is. Right, right, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's great. So I'm, I, it's nice to see how many people have moved. Like, they are very excited about Shayna Baszler now. Like, I feel like that wasn't the initial case, and she's gotten over with you know, casuals and marks a lot, you know, all the same, I think. Oh, yeah, she she was not well-liked and was not over with a lot of people because mm-hmm. of just how strong and stiff she was. She wasn't yet refined. And she, the long, the long, the length that she has spent in NXT has, like I said, it's it's she's very well rounded. She's not there yet, but it's a good start. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on to uh, the final title match before we get on to the the main event. I would imagine uh, oh, cool. we have uh, Tomasa Ciampa as the greatest heel champion champion in wrestling right now versus uh, Velveteen Dream. Who do you got? This was so hard for me mm-hmm. because I'm a huge. Tommaso Ciampa fan. I, I absolutely I mean that guy is just the heel of all heels. With that being said, um, I think it's time for Velveteen Dream. He just can't not have that belt. See, we we both went with Ciampa. Um, and that's the cool part for me because that's what brings it back. Because like, I, I look back and I look at us like he's just lost and he's he's trying to get over. I just why did you go? Why did you guys choose Champa? That's convinced me why I should have. So you keep saying that you're picking your, uh, you know, all your picks because of you know being a mark, right? We absolutely are marks. We think that they're going to reunite DIY heel, heel oh, DIY man. tonight. They ha- yeah, and that we're going to see Gargano come in, and I think there'll be a redemption story with Gargano going back face and finally overcoming Champa. But I don't think those. I don't think we're anywhere near that, and I don't even know if that story happens in NXT. Um, it's. I think it would be perfect right now. I don't think you wa- why you wouldn't want that part. Yeah, you want the heel DIY. I just the redemption story for Gargano's got to come a different time. I think you can accelerate that maybe eventually for like a WrestleMania weekend. But I see Ciampa winning, but not clean. I cannot see Velveteen Dream losing losing clean tonight. God, I I think I hope you're right. I really do because I would love to see that DIY is just some. Bad, bad boys. Especially if you, if you guys were right and Candice is going to run in tonight, it just makes sense. Yeah, and I think that Candice Array being heel with them actually will – I mean, Ciampa doesn't need any help being heel, but I think Gargano does. And I'm not familiar with his Shikara work, so I don't know how he works as a heel. This is not something I'm, I'm familiar with. If you want to explain that to maybe some of our uh, viewers right now that don't know as well. Uh, Team Fist, hashtag F-I-S-T. If you guys look that up, you'll see a lot, uh, quite a few individuals. And and Johnny Gargano was the original part of Original Fist, um, which are in Chikara. It's you either Team Fist or your Team Colony. Um, Mm -hmm. Team Fist is always trying to take out the Colony. Mm -hmm. So um, Gargano did a perfect job of always, always, always making the crowd mad. No matter – he would just – he knew how to work a crowd exactly like he does now. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's got it, and it's natural. It's just it doesn't. It's just natural. He can turn it on and turn it off. Isn't that crazy that he was? So he was this great heel as part of the Fist and Chikara, and then he got a Paramore cover song as his theme song for <laughs> NXT. Right. And I don't know if that makes you a heel by default because of the theme song, or or what it does. But uh, that's cool. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that he's he's good. I actually wasn't aware that. Um, that he was ever in Chikara. When we talked to Mike Quackenbush, he actually never even brought up Johnny Gargano. No, Mike, uh, you guys will find that Mike is a, is a more humble mm-hmm. human being than anybody in the, the industry themselves. And he he will never take credit, but he will always 
uh, I mean, Claudio Castagnoli. Mm-hmm. Or as people know, Cesaro. Yeah. If you guys, yeah, I mean, huge stuff. It's just, it's really cool stuff. It really is. And Mike is always the most, one of the most humble people I know. Yeah, we have a couple people that came from the Wrestle Factory on here, right? Tommy End and Johnny Gargano are from Wrestle Factory, and they're on this card yeah. tonight with only four matches. That's incredible. Absolutely. I mean, you've got uh, Ruby Riot as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's cra- <laughs> so, it's, so it's much, out there, man. There's so much Chikara that's in WWE now. It's nuts. Um, <laughs> Drew. Drew Gulak? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to shut my mouth. I could go on and on about this, man. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I know you guys love Chikara. I've got I've to start watching more Chikara Pro. But before we do that, let's move on to the main event. Let's move on to the War Games match, the second one done in WWE. Uh, this, of course, originated oh, from WCW, right? Right. So yes. Who, oh, yes. Whose creation was War Games? Uh, I believe War Games was – I don't know for a fact. Let's see. Let's see if I can Google this. Real so the first one, first one. Oh wait, that's a war games actual war. Don't want that. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's a shame that both of us are podcasters and didn't know this. Uh, I don't know anything. It I was, just picture. It, hey, it was Dusty Rhodes that came up with war games. Oh wow, that is awesome. That's right. Yeah, we should definitely know that, man. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Well, that's it's it's MLW. That's Major League Wrestling roots right there. Mm-hmm. I think is when it actually originated but then it caught fire i don't know dusty's the man yeah the chat's going crazy saying it was dusty i apologize it was not Cornette, despite Cornette thinking he created everything that's good um so this is why i rely on on we or wf rain man to answer these questions for me Mm -hmm. i just i i do the best that i can i can find talent young talent but as far as me Tony, history-wise, no, nah, I can't do it. I'm that way too, man. I am too. So War Games match is Undisputed Era, which is Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole, baby, versus Ricochet, Pete Dunne, War Raiders. That is a lot of talent in this match. Dude. Dude. I'm just my, – my, my problem is is that we're a, we're a, a Hanson home – we're Hanson homeboys. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, a New, he's, he's a New England boy. Um, so we're – I'm saying I'm picking him. JP didn't pick him earlier, and I convinced him to do it. And I told him the only reason why is because last year, if I'm correct, Undisputed Era won that War Games. Correct, correct. correct. So I, I don't want him to win again, just mm. because they're so over. Like they don't need this. They don't need to win this at all. No. But I really, really want the War Raiders and Pete Dunn with Ricochet to get over on this one. I'm picking him just because I want him to get over. I really do. And and Hanson's just. The cartwheel and shit that he does at his weight, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And their finishers, their tag team finishers, are incredible too. War Raiders, I hate that they're not War Machine in NXT, but I will accept. <laughs> I will accept it. Um, it's just War Raiders is such a weird name, but I guess it does work for them still. Yes, um, it, it does. It does. We're just we're trying to take bets on whether or not uh, one of those boys is going to get up on top, and if some people are going to catch him. We just don't know if people are willing oh, to that many people are willing to catch him or not. I. I have no idea. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Adam Cole ends up on the top of the the ring, like on top of the uh, the cage again, like he did last year, and just like wiggle around and crawl around? I don't know if he, do you remember that from last year's match? Yeah, it was weird. It it was so Adam Cole though, like that's just <laughs> no. Tui, just slimy ex Bullet Club guy that <laughs> only gets involved when he wants to do what he wants to do. Like it's such an Adam Cole thing to do. 
Hey, should we address the fact that Tommy Tonga just tweeted you guys back at all, all nasty and stuff like who listens to Smart to Death podcast? Oh, we talked about it on the show the other day, and I fucking loved okay. it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there are people listening now, Tommy Tonga. God damn it. <laughs> so take that. Hey, uh, Uncle Eric. Uncle Eric said, you know what? Doesn't matter. Good pub, bad pub. Any pub's good pub. That's right. That's right. Uh, I actually agree with you on the faces winning this match. Uh, yes. Kyle the other day picked... Uh, undisputed era, but there's a couple things that I think are, are the reason why this is going to happen. Um, number one, I don't see them booking something Dusty created a different way than he would have, which they were never back-to-back winners of war games. So I don't, right. I don't see them doing that now. Um, the other thing is, who does undisputed? If they win this match, who is the tag uh, team contenders for their tag team matches? War Raiders have to pick up this win so they have a stake in that cause. I think. Right. I mean, I agree. I mean, they've got to be going after that belt. Yeah, yeah. Those and, belts, I should say. Uh, D- Darren Kirkby said, we can't be bashing Tomatonga. I actually love Tomatonga. I think his Twitter game is just fire. Here's the cool thing is we say this, but the reason Tama did that is to make sure that he got you guys over. I'm oh. pretty sure. It's not that he was just out there. It that, That's what these guys do, and it's the awesome mm-hmm. part. And we play the part, and we have fun, and that's what's so cool about Twitter game and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can always tell with Tama too. Like he comes at people way harder when he's actually being when he's actually pissed off. You can oh, tell he, the difference. He, yeah, he just he petted you guys. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> could have been a lot worse. And I knew I was trying to get it to come out too. I was like, come on, how much further can we go? It never happened. I was I was up till two a.m. Had to work like five hours later. Bad decision, but the greatest bad decision. Yeah, you're just teasing the leg. You're like, come on, come on, yeah. come on. And he wouldn't. Do it. <laughs> um, I expect this this uh, war games match to potentially be the best um the, the the like it's a match of the year contender i think i think it very well might end up being one of if not your best match of the year there's just too much talent in there not to there's so much talent in this match like there's so much like just the fact that we get to see all these guys together in one i shouldn't say one in two rings mm-hmm. is amazing to me there's just so there's so many possibilities so much talent and so much innovation with all eight of them, mm-hmm. it's insane. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Now, did Redragon and um, War Raiders, when they were in ROH, did they did they ever have a match against each other? Because I'm going to guess they did. Oh, man, but... I they had to have, right? Yeah, I would think they had to. They were there around the same times. So my, my thing is I want to hear Roddy Strong chopping one of those War Raiders because they oh, soft man. bodies make the best chops. <laughs> and he's got the best chops in the game. Yeah, him and Eddie Edwards together are the are they're just beasts. Yeah, oh, I love Eddie Edwards. Man, I'm such a big fan of him. Yeah, it's it's uh, the stakes half of staking weights. What is this? We got all sorts of weird stuff going on in the chat over here. I love it. Um, so overall, what do you ex- are you watching the show live? And do you, what do you expect this show to be letter grade wise? Oh, I, I absolutely expect this thing to be an A mm-hmm. uh, overall. Again, just because, like I said before, it's gotten going to be overextended. Mm-hmm. It's going to be what we're used to. Um, Triple H's style that he's adapting from New Japan. I mean, he's no stupid guy. This is his vision is to bring these guys over here and bring the New Japan feel over here. So it's going to be quick. It's going to be hitting. And I think I'm going to give it an A, man. I'd be, even before I watch it, just because of all the talent that's there right now. Right. And NXT really doesn't fail to deliver. Like, even their mediocre by their standards, uh, pay per views are still like, what, a B plus at the lowest you could give yeah. it? Yeah, and here's the thing: is I've been watching NXT since its inception, mm-hmm. and I can honestly say this: like I don't remember a bad NXT takeover, pay per view, 
show, I mean, they always deliver. There's there's not a bad one. No, there's no. just not. And I, I actually just started getting really hardcore back into wrestling back in like 2015. And I started with NXT TakeOver Dallas that year. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so I started with Finn coming out as Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, and facing Joe. And just NXT is where I started. And the first match that some friends of mine got me into was Sasha versus Bailey. So NXT, there you go. even though I don't watch it weekly, I, I have to read it. Just I've got too much going on to be able to watch consistently. But NXT does such a great job of making storylines where even me being able to watch just just you know, more more intensely than probably casual fans, but mostly read, I can keep up, and then they'll tell me the story during the show tonight so well that it'll feel like I watched every episode, and that's why they're delivering on so many levels, I think. Yeah, and that's where Trips Trips is just the man. Everybody hates on Trip, and I, I, he just, I don't know how to explain how he can connect with people, mm-hmm. but I think he just listens and uh, and, and tries to help. Yeah, and NXT transfers in that. He just this is his baby. He wants it to succeed. Well, it's all about having, like you said, you got to have a finger on on the pulse. And Triple H has shown time and time again that he does have his finger on the pulse. Like you know, he brought over Finn Balor when Finn Balor was incredibly hot. Um, he brought over Joe and all these you know all these big names. Adam Cole was real real hot with a Bullet Club before they took him and. You know, he knows who the fans want to see, and he knows that the fans want to see what these guys could do on the next level. Even if a part of us is, is afraid, we do, we are curious what they do when, oh, yeah. when they've got all the eyes on them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's what's so cool about NXT and their takeovers is that they know that the expectation has been set. It was set years ago, mm-hmm. and they know where that expectation's at, and they got to at least meet that. Right. If they can at least meet that every time, Perfect. I think that's the expectation. Is like, hey guys, just meet it. We got to meet it. If you exceed it, perfect. But if they continue to, meet, I mean, they just deliver over and over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, you know, just for the sake of time and for yes, you know preparation for the show, I think we'll wrap up here. But uh, before we go, uh, I want to ask you: tell us and tell the people watching live uh, <laughs> what what do you guys have coming up? I know y'all have a lot, so just take all the time you want to to go oh, ahead man. and plug yourself, sir. Uh, man, there is, uh, for, for the Irish trip podcast, there's so much going on right now. Um, there's a three separate things that we've gone working on right now at the end of the year. Um, they're going to be huge that are, uh, man, I, I wish I could say more. I just can't. I know we got a lot of stuff coming on. Um, everything that, that we tweet out there, you guys are smart to death. You guys don't have to follow us. Just make sure you guys support smart to death as much as you can get the word out there. Make sure that you just support as much as you can. That's what we do. We've been doing this since 2005, but we're podcast for podcast, and we're just excited to see you guys doing what you're doing, and if we can just help promote and get you guys over. I mean, we had 100,000 downloads in one month. Yeah, that's and, crazy, and it's, man. It's just we're, we're blessed. We're part of WrestlingNewsForce.com. Mike Rain is out there. If you guys – if you want to follow somebody, go go and follow WrestlingNewsForce.com. If you guys want good, reliable – information like for instance and i don't want to take this up like i don't think anything has been sent out for us especially with um the ellsworth stuff because it needs to be verified yeah it needs to be um validated and there needs to be stuff with there so when it comes to stuff like that it doesn't get reported until it's factual and validated man so mm-hmm. biggest thing is smart to death you guys support them watch them um do whatever you guys can and spread the word especially about podcasting 
Dude, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate you putting us over like that. When I was trying to get you to put yourself over, but uh, <laughs> no, I never. You guys will find out. I never will. I, I, we never will. We're just here to make sure that the new generation has a solid foundation um, and good connections, dude. Dude, that's awesome. Um, and I, I want to say that one of the coolest things that's that's happened since we start podcasting, we just started back in January, is you know guys like like the Irish Whip with all the success that you you guys have had. That for us just makes us like hungrier to get like how do we get there? You know what I mean? Like what do we do to provide not just to get ourselves over, but to provide something that like listeners, like the guys in the chat here, will care enough about our opinions or feel safe enough to share their own opinions that they can come in here and be like, these guys are awesome and I want to talk to them and I I know that they're not gonna make fun of me or anything like that. You know, like they're not gonna judge me for my opinions on on something that's just entertainment. Um, so I hope that we translate that to everybody when we're tweeting in on our show. Absolutely. And that's absolutely how it comes across is that professional wrestling is a, it's a family. It's mm-hmm. a family thing and it's something where it's almost weird. It's like more people are willing to come out of the closet than they're willing to admit that they're a professional wrestling fan. Dude, right. That's the craziest <laughs> shit. That's the craziest <laughs> that's the, thing. It's just the way that it is, man. So when when, when somebody's willing to do that, it's a huge step. And and when somebody's willing to take it passion wise and podcast wise and look at my video and I as your guys are doing it organically, which is the key, mm-hmm. is building up a, a foundation of people that are I can't see the chat room, but everybody's in the chat, man. Thank you guys for being here. It's amazing and it's fun to be able to relate and just have a good time with other podcast family members because it's a small community and it's mm-hmm. believe it or not, they're those wrestlers out there, when you guys tweet them, they read it. They may not retweet it and stuff, but they they read it and they absorb it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you you could see that last night. And I want to let you guys um, know in the chat room, and then if you just you come back and watch later, uh, for whatever reason, why you'd watch a pre-show after after the show goes on, I don't know. But if you do, thank you so much. Um, you know, last night during Joey Janela's LA Confidential. Oh, it, sweet! You guys it, watch that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, because we got <laughs> we've been lucky enough that we have been able to cross promote with Fight TV for the last two events. So, um, yeah, yeah, we got to run a contest for them, and I watched the Jericho Cruise, and now watched LA Confidential uh, last night on you know on their guest pass, which was awesome for them to even consider doing that. But those wrestlers were they were liking and retweeting everything everybody said. Um, everyone except Joey Janela, which I think was because he couldn't be part of the show. <laughs> Joey uh, was drunk. Oh, hell yeah, he was drunk. He told everyone he was. But, you know, he typically doesn't, though. Like, whenever people talk about his show and talk about him, he really doesn't try to keep putting himself over. Like, that's something I like about him. That's, uh, that is specifically a CZW trait, and you'll find it in Johnny Moxley. You'll Mm. find it in almost anybody that is CZW trained that they know where they come from, and they know where they're going. That's awesome. Um, but I want to very quickly let you guys know, if you're watching, you're still in the chat room tonight, immediately following NXT TakeOver War Games 2, Kyle and I will be uh, on video recapping the show. Uh, we will do the same thing tomorrow. I might try to find another guest to do a pre-show tomorrow for Survivor Series 2. It's a lot more commitment because that's a long card. But uh, You just call me if you need uh, – this is my weekend, man. This is what I do this weekend. This is all I'm doing. Awesome. And if you guys are looking for – any more wrestling content this weekend, please make sure you go to powerslam.tv. Check those guys out. I They you know they linked up with us yesterday, and uh, we're getting to do stuff on a press pass with them, which is really awesome. Uh, I looked, and the first thing I saw last night was a Bruiser Brody documentary. So, I mean, this is some good shit that's on that network. 
Uh, so if you guys want to do it. So far should. down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, you know, I was at StarCast and I saw this new thing that's going on with a Bruiser Brody docu-series that's coming out. and or yeah. like all, You know what I'm talking about, the wrestling thing that's coming out where it has like different stories like the uh, the Von Eriks and um, Elizabeth yep. and Macho Man and all this stuff. Yep. And I got to talk to these guys. And so now I'm just like down this hole where I like have to know as much as I can about Bruiser Brody because it's so damn interesting. Oh, yeah. It's – you, you got the sickness, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, Josh, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for you know texting me, giving me advice and stuff throughout um, the last couple of weeks. I appreciate it. I can't wait to see you guys hit two hundred thousand downloads in, in a month soon. And uh, it, it's really cool to see like you guys have this resurgence, and you're so willing to help out us uh, newer podcasters. It's a really cool thing. Now I want to get you guys up to where we're at and beyond. That's the goals. If that, it's all about leaving, leaving a legacy, it's mm-hmm. not about what you do. It's it's what you do to the people and how they leave that state. So it's all about making things better, and hoping, you know, that we make it a better world. That we pass it, pass it on, and pay it forward. That's what we are. Absolutely. Well, Josh, thank you so much for Josh. I'm Anthony. Guys, enjoy NXT Takeover War Games. We will see you after the show. <laughs>